Hi, I'm Ruby. And I'm Rachel. And this is our podcast, Quarter Life Crisis. This week, we'll be talking about moving in with your partner. When's the right time to move in? Is there such thing as moving in too soon? And what about living with housemates as a couple? There's a lot to talk about, so let's get into it. So starting off, as always, with our win and crisis of the week, Ruby, what have you got to report? Well, in breaking news, I actually don't have a crisis of the week for the first time ever. Lovely. Shock horror. I don't know why. Like, I don't feel like my my life is particularly put together right now, but I also don't feel like I've had, like, you know, like... It's not been, like, the best two weeks of my life or anything. It's been a very mundane two weeks with just, like, not a lot going on and no crisis. So it's kind of exciting. But my win of the week is that, yes, I moved in with my partner, which is what we'll be talking about on this episode of the podcast. Um, So we'll talk more about that later. But that's my win of the week. And the other win of the week is that I had a job interview on Tuesday. And I think it went pretty well. But I haven't heard back from them yet because they told me they'd get back to me by next Tuesday, which is, like, in a couple of days' time. Um, but yeah, I, well, maybe by the time this podcast has come out, I'll have found out about it. I'm not too fussed if I don't get it, but I think I did really well in the interview. Like, I think I would be a good candidate for the job. I'm backing myself. Um, so yeah, that's my win of the week because I haven't had a job interview in ages and yeah, applying for jobs is stressful. So the fact I got an interview was exciting. <laughs> yeah, nice. Like a good sign, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you get like, you sort of gut sense about these things, like if it went yeah. well or not. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, in the interviews when they kind of ask, like, they ask you, like, for your ideas on, like, what you would do in, like, this scenario. And, like, they were nodding and smiling. So I was like, I think it's good. What's your crisis and win of the week, Rach? Uh, my crisis is that I think I've been drinking too much. Yeah. So I was drinking from about 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. yesterday. <laughs> and I feel like shit. Work drinks? Yeah, yeah, I was at work. It was my last day. Um, so I kind of finished my work at three and then we got the drinks out and then just kept going. Nice. And yeah. Was it like a like was it like nice that they did like a drinks and farewell thing for you, considering they fired you? <laughs> I organized it myself. What? Oh yeah, I thought I told you this. So I just like messaged my mates. So my mates as in the junior people, okay. as in the people who had no control over yeah, yeah, yeah. me okay. getting, losing oh, my job. Okay, 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 yeah. Yeah, that so like sense. a social thing, not like Okay, a, not like a, the whole workplace organising No. Or, okay, yeah, 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 fair. No, like I'd ask them, and I was like, is it weird if we like do something for me leaving? They were like, no, of course it's not weird. Anyway. I'm glad you did. Yeah, yes, that was fun. Um, But yeah, God, I drank a lot. And then I drank a lot on Tuesday as well. And then we got really drunk at your birthday not long ago. And True. Oh, my God. I think I've just been drinking way too much. And then my problem is the next day is just a complete write-off. Yeah. Like, today I planned on going to a gym class and I didn't. I just napped through the time period I would have been in a gym class. And I'm like, I actually would have enjoyed that class, but I feel like, shit. So I'm going to, like, scale it back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit off drinking at the moment. Like, yeah, last night I went out to karaoke dead sober bit of a random yeah. thing but I don't know I just like, yeah I just like, didn't feel like it for some reason yeah so I don't know. yeah yeah I don't want to not go out but I yeah I can't just keep losing days yeah I know I hate when you write off a whole day from hangovers because like I well you know what my hangovers like like they literally write off my entire day and yeah. even always the day after that sometimes like I get two day hangovers I've had that it's horrible yeah so I just like I don't like getting absolutely sloshed 
yeah yeah it's yeah I don't have like the ability to kind of bounce back anymore um but my win was I got a new job Woo! so yeah that's kind of what's happened this last two weeks I've really gone hard at getting a job like I applied for a lot I had like a few quite a few interviews but there was one job that really stood out um, and I just met, like, the manager and we just got on really well. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be a communication specialist is the job title. It's basically a copywriter. Um, like, Fancy title, though. I like it. I know. I know. It sounds a bit like – I mean, I'd prefer if the title was copywriter, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, at, like, a finance company, but it's basically, like, an in-house agency. So yeah. it's kind of, like, the same dynamic I'm used to but not with, like – Dealing with clients. Yeah. Which would be nice. That's good. Not to be like the client bitch anymore. <laughs> and yeah. you can do a mix of work from home and work in the office? Yeah, yeah. They're really flexible. That's great. Like they they only went to two days a week in the office this year. That's good. So, yeah. they're really, like the perfect job for you. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, I will have – will I have started next episode? Yeah, I guess so. Exciting. Yeah. So you have a week off between your current job and your new job? Yeah, yeah, I do. Nice. What are you gonna do? No, I don't know. Just chill. Also, maybe I could like go around Melbourne and like go to a new suburb. Yeah, do it. But I don't really have any like no one could like do anything with. I know I've like a couple friends who like work night shifts. Uh, hello, like, your freelance friend right here. <laughs> but you might be busy. True, like, this is true. Doing stuff. <laughs> Look, I finished work at twelve thirty yesterday. Like I am very. Some days I just. Half a day, it's just written off. <laughs> All right, well, if you want to do anything next week. Yeah. Let me know which suburb you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. New job. Woo. I am excited. I'm just really flat today. That's fair. <laughs> You're hungover. So, yeah. <laughs> happens to the best of us. But no more. No more hangovers. Yeah. We're going to be productive. We're going to work out. We're going to eat well. New rage, even though it's already the fourth, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to be corporate baddie, doing my Pilates, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I love this view. Big sleigh. And your girl boss era. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we'll get into our topic of the week, which is moving with your partner, which we are discussing because I, Ruby, have just moved in with my partner, Nelson. Um, so we thought this was an appropriate topic to cover because obviously moving with your partner is something that a lot of people do in their 20s. It's like a big step. Um, so yeah, we thought we'd talk about it. So Rachel has some stats about cohabitation that she's bringing to the pod. Yeah, so cohabitation, I hadn't heard this term before, but it refers to living together without being married. So, oh, is that what it means? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So that's like the, I guess, statistical or like what formal you, definition. What do you call it if, you live, if you're married and you live together? Well, you're married. Being married, okay. Yeah. But does mar- married define, like, do you have to live together if you're married? Well, most people do. Fair. So. You know, I think Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't live with her husband. Fun fact. I think it's like these random celebrities that have come out and be like, yeah, we don't live like with our. Yeah, but celebrities are insane. Yeah, they're you're not, not normal. Wrong. Gwyneth Paltrow is not a normal person. Yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong. Anyway. <laughs> so, cohabitation is living together without being married. Right. Um, so, I guess a de facto would be the equivalent. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of job interviews, I was filling out a job application and I. Was it a job application? No, it was my contract for my new job. I was filling out some details and you had to give like an emergency contact. Mm. So I put Tom and I had to give a, like what's 
what's your this person's relationship to you? And there was no option for de facto. Oh. So I scrolled to the bottom because it was like spouse. I was like, no, we're not married. And then it was like brother, sister, mother, cousin, <laughs> aunt, uncle. And I was like, no. And then eventually it was domestic partner. Oh. <laughs> so I put, I was like, it's, I was in the office at the time and I was like, is Tom my domestic partner? And I was like, I guess so. But couldn't domestic partner be a housemate? I guess so. Such a weird concept. Anyway, that was a complete aside. But um, are you guys officially de facto? How long do you have to live together? No, I think it's three years. Three years living living together or being together. I think living together. Ah, and you have to apply for it, right? Well, I think it come. It's more to do if you own the house. They ah. are entitled to the house. Like me and Tom don't really have any assets. Fair. So it's more like if you're because marriage doesn't really mean a lot now legally. De facto gives you the same. Like, if you were de facto with someone for 20 years and you divorced, you can get half their shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's more what it means. It's, right, right. Yeah. It's so it's more of, like, the if you split up the splitting of, like, assets and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I owned a house and, like, Tom would be entitled to some. But yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's Fair. not really... But he's your domestic partner, so yeah. <laughs> not entitled to shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's very romantic domestic <laughs> partner. But anyway, what was I saying? Cohabitation. So... In 1986, 6% of all couples were cohabitating. So that means 6% of the couples in the world or in Australia, I think this is ABS, living together unmarried. And now it's 18%. Scandalous. People living in <laughs> sin. Well, I guess religion was a much bigger influence true. and tradition back then. Than, Very true. But, yeah, this number, 18%, was 2016. So, I mean, what, we're 2023 now. I could assume it's much higher. Um, but obviously this includes like old people, right? Who are probably married. Not all yeah, of them, but true. yeah. Um, and unsurprisingly, the most common age group for cohabitating is 25. Um, wait, 20, 20 to 25. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the age range. And then overall, the number of people living with a partner has declined in the past 30 years. Overall. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a lot easier to be single now true. than it used to be, but yeah, um, and then another stat I found, well, not really a stat, was more just, like, relationship experts. This was on Domain of all places. What? Like, the housing website. That's so funny. They had an article about moving in together, and it said, experts, relationship experts recommend waiting at least 12 months to move oh. in with someone. So, I mean, mm. it makes sense, because, like, obviously you have to, like, get to know someone. Yeah. But also, like, each their own. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if it works out, then it works out, right? I was actually listening to this podcast recently by Life Kit. I don't know if you've listened to their podcast. No. Kind of similar vibe to our podcast, honestly. It's like they just talk about, like, you know, like, common topics in life and, like, help you, like, with them, whatever. So they had one recently about moving in together, and I was like, mm. oh, my God, this is so convenient. Them listening to this before. We, no, I think it was after we moved in together. Like, so it must have been, mm. like, only, like, 10 days ago or something. Um and that they were interviewing couples on there about, like, living together and stuff. Oh, that's And cool. it was, like, someone that, like, you know, moved in with their partner and then, like, it went, like, badly or whatever. And then there was someone who had moved in with their partner the day they met them and they lived together for, like, two years before they, like, split up. Like, oh. apparently, it's, like, she moved from, like, Finland and then they met, like, on the first day she was here and then she just, like, stayed in his place that night and they just kept staying in his place and eventually he was, like, oh, just stop paying for your hostel and just, like stay here until you find somewhere else and she just never left and I was like that's crazy so wow <laughs> I guess it can work out <laughs> oh that's kind of romantic I know but yeah they just had like all these stories from different couples about like the different amount of times like they took to move in together and I was like oh that's for funny <laughs> that one yeah 
So obviously, Rach, you already live with your partner, Tom. Um, do you want to talk a bit about like your personal experience with like moving in with your partner and like living with them? Yeah, yeah. It's been funny to reflect on this because we've lived together for about a year and a couple months now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've loved it. Be awkward if I didn't. But <laughs> yeah, I. No offense to anyone else I've lived with, but he's probably my best roommate in that sense. I like, mean, that's probably good because you probably gotta live with him potentially forever. So yeah, <laughs> but he's a good roommate. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we're very aligned in sort of what we want in like a living situation, which is funny because we're both quite fussy. Yeah, so it kind of works. That that's we've good. Got similar levels of fussiness. Um, what are your deal breakers for like like living situations? Oh well. Do like you mean with him or with other people? With him. Like, what, like what, I guess, like, just what are your preferences and what are his preferences, like, that make you... Oh, okay. Like, um, have the same opinion, like, the same fussiness. Oh, well, like, we don't want, like, parties in the house or, like, people oh, over right. all the time. We both wanted to live in, like, a nice suburb near the city, yeah. like, in a nice... Like, we're willing to pay more for a nice house. Yes. Yeah. We both wanted our own studies. Um, we're going to adopt a cat soon, <gasps> so... Yeah, yeah, we're, like, pretty, like, almost there. <laughs> um, what else? We, like, eat pretty similar food. Like, we are on the same schedule. Yeah. That's great. Um, we, like, have similar, like, I mean, I mainly decorate the house. Yeah. But, like, and he lets me, so that kind of works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, like, like to do the same things in the evening, like, unwind and watch a show or, like, do our own thing. Yeah. Um, eat dinner together, eat a meal together. Like, yeah, nice. That's good. That's handy. <laughs> That you have like yeah. the same level of yeah, what you what you were after in like a a housemate. Well, obviously calling it a housemate maybe isn't the right word, but obviously like in someone that you want to live with, and also like the living yeah. space and like the yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, super aligned, which is interesting. Um, like I guess it's not the same with all couples, and for some of them, it's been a deal breaker, and for some mm. people, just make it work. Yeah, um, which is interesting. But yeah, I suppose with us, like we were long distance for a while, which sort of meant that like someone had to move. So it wasn't really, like, natural in, quote-unquote, in, like, oh, we were just spending time together and we lived together. Like, literally someone was going to move. Yeah, because he lived in Sydney and you lived in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, we met when I was in Sydney during lockdown. Um, and then when lockdown was over, it sort of made it a bit easier mm. to move. Um, but then, yeah, like, so that – but then it was also really convenient that he worked remote – um so and, and could have the option to move yeah yeah so um he works for a company that lets you live anywhere in australia yeah. um and they have quite a lot of employees in melbourne anyway who he hangs out with yeah. um so he sort of knew some people and i just really didn't want to move to sydney <laughs> like <laughs> i oh i would have regretted that so much yeah. like sydney's just terrible <laughs> <laughs> um so that kind of made the decision a bit easier um and I suppose the other good thing was that we had, like, a lot of time to kind of be apart and sort of, like, I don't know, work out our own shit before moving in together. Like, it wasn't like, a, oh, he's moving in next week. It was kind of like, oh, in a year's time we'll make the move. And, yeah, like, sort of having that independence is quite good. Like, I really – like, we're both really independent people, so it's good to, like, have that space. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I suppose the other thing we were aligned on is we did not want to live with other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love not living with other people. It's so nice. <laughs> like, I just have, like, my towel and my underwear and shit around the house. And I know, like, 
for other people that's fine but for me that was never fine like I didn't like having like my underwear drying in public yeah I I know for a lot of people that's fine but for me I couldn't like I didn't like having my stuff out in the kitchen I'd always clean my dishes as soon I didn't want to be a burden yeah so it's nice to like not feel like a burden or feel like I'm interrupting anyone yeah like I can just be myself and it's so nice and like have my music playing I don't know I really like it Again, no offense to anyone that me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's sort of been interesting. Um, yeah, but then I suppose as well, like, we financially could afford to not have housemates, which is, like, if we moved together in uni, that wouldn't have been a possibility. Yeah. Um, but now we, like, work full-time. We can afford that luxury. Yeah. But then, like, you know, the compromise is, like, you work full-time, so you're busy, whereas, like, when I was at uni, I loved having roommates because I would fuck around all day. Yeah, yeah. But then now I can't do that. So, yeah. yeah. No fair. I guess in terms of rent as well, um, are you happy to talk about the oh, yeah, equity yeah. thing? So, yeah, obviously I know that you and Tom split rent equitably instead of equally. Um, and yeah. I had never heard of anyone doing this before you guys. Like, I haven't had, like, obviously and before you guys, we haven't had that many couple friends live together. And I don't think I'd talk to them about how they're splitting the rent. But then you told me that you guys were doing it equitably, which I had never really thought of as an option. And I was like, I actually think that's such a great idea. Um, I mean, I'm not doing it myself personally, just because it's a bit tricky because my financial situation is so all over the place right now. But yeah, do you want to talk more about that and how you made that decision? Yeah, well, Tom makes about triple what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's kind of always going to be the case yeah. unless he really fucks up his work or I really succeed. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my, yeah, so Tom wakes a lot more than I do. So what we do is we both pay 30% of our income towards rent. Yeah. And that, I can give you the numbers, it's 750 a week. Yeah. So it's about 250 versus 500. Yeah. And how did you come to that decision of, like, that you would pay rent that way? It wasn't really a question. I mean. That's just what made sense to you both? Well, yeah, like. Yeah yeah that's not really a question because if it was 50 50 that would be yeah unfair um like he wanted a nice house I also yeah. wanted I wanted a nice house yeah. but I couldn't afford that one yeah. on my own Tom could afford to live in a nicer house on his own because yeah. of his income but yeah like for us to have like the house we wanted it would be expensive yeah he can cover it more comfortably than I can yeah yeah no it wasn't really it's not really a question like we don't really like Oh, money's a funny one. Like, we don't, like, split wise or anything. Yeah. We just kind of, like, pay. and He usually pays for things because he makes more. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No. It, was, it wasn't really a question. It was kind of a given. Yeah. Um, no, I just had, like, never thought about doing that because, obviously, I'd always just live with housemates where we just split the rent, like, according to, like, the rooms or just equally or whatever. Yeah. So I just never thought about that. And I loved when I heard that you guys were doing that. I was like, I love that that is an option that I had never thought of. <laughs> yeah. Well, otherwise... Like, it would be a bit ridiculous. It makes, yeah, it makes sense. Well, housemates is different because you don't owe your housemates anything. Yeah. You aren't, like, a unit, a couple with, like, who want the best. Like, obviously you want the best for them, but it's it's a completely different relationship. Like, living with your partner is, like, you are a partnership. Yeah. Whereas housemates, it's, like, it doesn't, what they earn is none of your business, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Um, I have also kind of thought about, like, some pros and cons of living together that yeah. I found because I've been doing it for, like, a year and a bit, um, which I can go into. But, yeah, so, those are, like, the things I like about living together, I mean, I've touched on how nice it is. But, like, yeah, just, like, 
So, I don't know, let's say someone listening is thinking about moving in with their partner. Here's my pros and yeah. cons. Um, I really like coming home to Tom, much really nice. Like, yeah, that's so cheesy. No, I have to. You know, if you just have, like, a shit day or if you have a good day, yeah. like, it's really nice. Like, for me, I was single for a very long time and I'd kind of, like, come home or, like, there wasn't really anyone there. Like, yeah. either I had housemates, they were out. Yeah. Or they might, like, be doing their own thing. So I kind of come home and just be like, oh, there's no one here. Yeah. No, it's definitely something Nelson and I have already said, like, to each other. We'd be like, oh, it's really nice coming home to, like, each other. Like, yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, it's a really nice way to, like, close out the end of the day. Like, even if you're just in bed reading. Yeah. Not really talking. Like, it's just nice. It it's is, It's yeah. really nice. I would, would hate to go back to... Not doing that. Yeah. Like, even when I've, like, gone to my parents and I'm, like, by myself, I'm, like, hmm. Oh. It's pretty easy to communicate when you're living the same life. Like, yeah, you don't have to – I mean, because we were long distance, it was lots of digital communication, mm. but now it's just all verbal. Yeah. Face-to-face, it's really easy to understand someone when they're right in front of you yeah. rather than over the phone or something. Mm. And you can just be, like, oh, you know, that neighbour, like, you've kind of got that relationship as well so that kind of brings you closer yeah like sharing food and money and experiences is really nice one thing I found as well living together is it's sort of like for me it feels easier to go out and do my own hobbies and things because it's like I have that to come back to so rather than like say if it was like oh we have to spend Saturday together because that's our date Mm. day it's like I we spend all this time together anyway and we are always together so I can like go out and do my own thing because I have that to come back to. Yeah, that's also the thing I'm loving about living with Nelson is that much less pressure because we don't have to, like, organise, like, okay, we're going to hang out, yeah. like, this night and this night this week and then this day on the weekend and do this, like, living together. It's just like, oh, like, we'll both be home at some point in the evenings and, like, you know, making time to, like, spend quality time with each other but it's, like, less having to fully plan it kind of thing, yeah, because you know that they're just going to be at the house where you live, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I saw this, like, cartoon not long ago. It was kind of, like, describing, like, a an ideal relationship. And it was, like, imagine you've got Mount Everest, right? And so, so someone's climbing up Mount Everest. And then at certain points on the climb, they've got, like, the base camp where they go back yeah. to. Like, that's sort of what a, a good relationship is. It's, like, okay, you go out on your own. You've got, like, your climb. And then you've got the base to come back to. Yeah. That's sort of how it feels. I thought that was a really good analogy. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, and especially for, like, I know me and Tom have, like, we have shared interests, but also lots of different interests. Um, so it's good to, and, like, our careers to kind of pursue that. I mean, some of the cons I thought about, because I think that's something worth, like, it's not all domestic bliss, right? Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, running through a meadow of daisies all the time. <laughs> well, nothing is. Like, it's, if you've got problems, it would just get worse, right? Like, it yeah. doesn't fix anything. Um, apart from long distance, it fixes that. <laughs> um it's the opposite of long distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, something to think about is like, especially if you're just living the two of you, like that's kind of going to be it, which for me is not scary. But I, if I was younger, it definitely would have been um, the concept of not living with like roommates again. Yeah. I don't feel that much because like both of us have had such intense living experiences. Like we went from college to housemates. Yeah. It was like, very much like living with your best friends and partying all the time <laughs> and I'm kind of done with that yeah, yeah um but like if you kind of living at home and you moved in with your partner like I wouldn't recommend that because then you just missed out on all these experiences which are so nice um 
yeah, I mean, when you live together, it can be something I definitely struggled with was like having intentional time together to just sort of being in that routine. So like when you don't live together and you hang out, it's like, oh, this is like romantic. I'm going to go out for dinner and watch a movie and do little couple things and stuff. When you live together, it might just be like, I'm so exhausted or like you're at yeah. home, you just want to veg out. I feel like all the things I've read online have been like, oh, you know, like you do have to keep putting effort into your relationship so you don't just slip into being like housemates and just like being around each other. And I feel like that's like something I've just heard for like a long time. So I think I was really conscious of that movie with Nelson. Like we've been like, okay, we're going to go like, on date night or like date day like once a week like try to do that yeah yeah but like not every day is going to be date day no no definitely <laughs> not like I think it's like good to you know like still have time for yourself and like do your own thing and not expect every day to be like some romantic dinner and movie night you know yeah exactly yeah but then there are days when it's not like that and for me I found that a bit weird because I was like oh this person's like it's meant to be romantic but it's not and yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that now, but initially it was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there is a bit of a weird, like, pressure once you move in. Like, people make jokes about getting married and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, oh, you guys are living together, so you're going to be the next to get married. It's like, well, maybe not. Like, I don't know. That's not that big of a deal, but it is, like, a weird yeah. external thing. That's just, like, society pressure, which, you know, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I imagine you might not want to move in together because it's, like, such a big step, but, yeah. Yeah. So this week we have a special interview with a very two very special guests <laughs> being of course Ruby and Nelson. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. The second boyfriend to feature. Yeah. So that's exciting. We'll have to see which episode gets more views. True. Of the battle of the boyfriends. Because Tom was also on. <laughs> well, Nelson said that the only episode gonna he's going to listen to is the one that he's on. <laughs> that's fair. That's like understandable narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. And I can't listen to Tom's too, so it'll give him more listening. <laughs> mm, that's true. true. That is true. But yeah. So just in the theme of this episode, obviously talking about moving in together, we do have a hot, fresh case study of two <laughs> people who've moved in together. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to ask you guys some questions about your experience and kind of get some insights into what it's been like in um, how how long has it been? Two weeks. Yeah, the last two weeks and sort of, I suppose, leading up to that a bit. So, yeah, my first question was, how did you guys d- decide to move in together? And was there a specific moment when you decided? Not really. No, I think it took longer than what we planned. We both were just enjoying our living situations. <laughs> and so probably the year, a year ago, we were like, or leading up to a year ago, we thought we should move in, but we both were just enjoying our yeah living arrangements so we were like, I'll just do it the next, next year, year. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah I think that the timing was good <laughs> yeah so it's after we've been together for just over three years so how did you decide like you said you both liked your living situations how did you decide who would move in where and how that would work well I was going to tell my housemate my current housemate slash past housemate, um, Danya, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to let her know that Nelson and I want to live together, but Nelson and I had spoken about it and we were like, oh, like, we're both happy to keep living with her if she's happy with that, but obviously we wanted to, like, it was obviously totally up to her, and then one day she just brought it up with me and she's like, oh, what are you thinking of doing next year? And then she was like, does Nelson want to move in here? And I was like, 
I mean, I'll ask him, but sure. <laughs> so we just decided that was the easiest way because she didn't want to move. I didn't really want to move. You didn't really want to like, move into a whole new house, I guess. No, and I already lived with Danya. It went pretty well. But yeah, and yeah, well, yeah, Nelson had already lived with Danya. I was living with Danya. The place we're in is really nice. And yeah, so it just worked out really well. And it wasn't like, yeah, like Danya offered. She was like, I'm totally happy for that. So we were like, okay, well, she's happy with that. It was obviously, we were, just, we were like, it's totally your decision. And we were also were like, okay, you're saying this now, but if you change your mind, like, that's fine too. Like, we were very much just like, this is this is all on you, Danya. <laughs> <laughs> if you're okay with it or not. But yeah, she basically brought it up and then we were like, okay. <laughs> and then Ruby bullied her into giving us the bigger room. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I did not. Don't offered. Don't shit talk me on this, on my own podcast. <laughs> yeah, you. Honestly. So when it comes to living together, like, the past couple of weeks, um, what things have you found easy so what's something that's just sort of made sense and you've agreed on and what things have you disagreed on and what have you had to compromise on i hope this doesn't start a fight but i'm just well, interested to know i've got some things i want to bring up and i thought i'd wait for this podcast <laughs> no um so the main thing that i had to get nelson to compromise on was we bought a chest of drawers to share so we have half of the hanging cupboard each we bought a chest of drawers to share and i obviously have more clothes than nelson because well, I just do. Um, <laughs> and we were like, okay, we'll just have half of the drawers each. But then I had one set of, cl- like, drawer for my old cupboard of clothing left. I had nowhere left to put. And both of Nelson's drawers in the set of drawers were only half full. And I was like, well, surely was. you just get me. <laughs> Folded. I was like, surely you just give me the drawer that's spare. Anyway, and so he had to compromise. And he gave me an extra drawer. <laughs> But that's been the biggest compromise I think we've had to make. Yeah, yeah. Aside from that, that was it. Yeah. And then wait, what was the other stuff you agree on? Like, what's something where you're just like about living together, really on the same page about? Um, I mean, we are just like splitting the rent evenly. I was trying to talk him out of that and do the equity thing, but it's kind of hard because my income's so all over the place. <laughs> so I was like, I should just pay none and you can pay all of it. <laughs> um, but no, that was just what we agreed on. Like, um, we're just splitting the cost of all of our food pretty much equally. I can't remember. I can't I even, really it's hard that. to think of the things we agree on because I feel like they're just happening. Yeah. I suppose location is, you know, it's, I imagine that's something couples would fight about. Like, someone might want to live close to the city, someone might want to live further out and pay cheaper, but. You seem to be in the same. Oh yeah, very yeah similar, stuff like yeah. that. We like this Definitely suburb. Yeah, this is like a good place. Like obviously, I'm working from home right now, and he works in the city, so it works works well. Cool. So, how much time did you spend together prior to moving in? What was sort of your like schedule like for spending time together? Um, Maybe three or four nights a week, and yeah. like a half a day to a day on the weekend. Yeah, fair amount of time. Like I'd say so. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it definitely just, like, I feel like the amount of time we were spending together definitely felt like it would just, just like, the very natural next step to just, like, live together. So we're seeing each other, yeah, most nights, anyway. Yeah, just made sense. So now you've moved in together, do you think you spend more time or less time together? I think it's probably about the same. Yeah, probably about the same. Honestly. Or, to be honest, even less. I don't know, we're both just <laughs> Are you crying? I'm busy <laughs> no, I'm just yawning. You just have tears in your eyes. <laughs> Nelson's like, help me. <laughs> um, no, probably less because we've had a busy two weeks. True. Um, They're pretty similar though. Yeah. 
Well, because, like, Nelson starts work so early in the morning, so we only, like, see each other in the evenings or weekdays anyway, mm. but often one of us will have something on, like. Yeah. So, how do you manage the boring stuff, like, finances and chores? Um, I feel like the rent thing wasn't really a conversation. We were just, like, we'll just split the cost of rent. Obviously, we had to, we had to figure out with Danya, mostly, about, like, how we would divide the rent between the three of us. So, obviously, Nelson and I were going to pay the same amount, um, and then... Yeah, done your separate amount. And we were trying to figure out, you know, like, how much the communal space worth in terms of rent and then, like, the rooms itself. And, I don't know, we just came up with a number and we were all happy with it. Um, obviously, it's much cheaper rent for all of us, no matter what. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty much just like normal. I don't want to say roomies because Ruby said that on our first night <laughs> and it gave me the ick. Roomies? I called him my roomie and he was like, that just gave me the ick. <laughs> but, yeah, just like normal roommates, really. Yeah. Split lives and... Yeah, but yeah, just like, yeah, pretty much just like splitting the cost of everything. And we were just like, oh, like the groceries, like we'll just split it equally unless there's like something particular that only one of us eats. But yeah, that's how we figured it out. Like that was pretty much it. Like we don't share any finance. Like we don't have a shared bank account or anything. It's just like we, they transfer the rent to me and I pay it once a month. And like, that's just what I did with Danya as well. So yeah, it's pretty much the same. Just splitting like the bills three ways now instead of two, like two me and Danya. Um, like the chores thing, so we decided like the chores thing, um, because like Nelson works like quite long hours, um, and at like his other place, like he was often like really like too tired to cook in the evenings. Yeah, totally. So we decided to split the chores up that I cook extra night a week and Nelson does all the laundry. So it works well. Mm. I love cooking, so I'm not mad about it. And I haven't done laundry in two weeks. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so what do you see your living situation looking like over the next few years for the two of you? I mean, probably stay living together, I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like as a couple, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. ideally. <laughs> um, I feel like because we've just moved in together, we definitely have not gone any further ahead. Yeah. I think it's just kind of whatever happens, happens. Um, we'll see how this goes first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's smart. <laughs> But yeah, preferably keep living together. Um, and if we're not still living together, probably broken up. But <laughs> I assume we'll still keep living together. Yeah. But um, but no, like living with Danya, like we were very happy to like keep living with a housemate. Like yeah, I loved living with Danya. I loved slash loved living with Danya, and Nelson liked living with Danya too. So we were like very happy to have a housemate. She's happy to live with us, which is good. So yeah, I think we'll just like see what happens next year. I don't know. Yeah, see if Danya hates us. <laughs> see if we hate each other. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I guess just keep living together. <laughs> the plan. All right, so my last question is, do you have any advice for couples considering moving in together? Probably don't do it too early. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we waited over three years. Well, that's the thing. I had, like, some friends been like, oh, my God, it's about time you guys moved in together because they think, like, they, they thought that we took ages to move in together. Um, but then, I mean, I didn't have anyone tell me that they thought it was too soon, to be honest. But, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely had some people say, like, oh, we're surprised you waited so long. And I was like, I just think it's different for every couple. And this is, like, I think this is, like, the right, this is, like, the right time for us. Yeah, I guess we, like, lived close enough and saw each other enough that we weren't too worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, we've, like, lived within, like, a 10-minute walk of each other like the last few years so it's yeah. like been, like yeah like I feel like that made it easier like there's no there's no like big commute between us as well but um 
But I would say my advice would also be like, I feel like you have like conversations before you move into like set expectations. Like we had all those conversations to be like, okay, like, you know, what's, yeah, what's going to be the deal with like rent and bills and food and making sure you're like on the same page about everything before you move in. But obviously some stuff you like can't know until you move in. Like if they'll hog the side of the, my side of the bed. <laughs> I think you should have figured that out by now. Well, that's the thing. It's like this never happened when we were just not living <laughs> together. And then as soon as he moved in, he just kept like rolling onto my side of the bed in the night. One time so far on my side of the bed with his arm fully across my pillow that I had to get out of bed and move onto his side of the bed. I was like, oh, this God, that's never, extreme. I know. I was like, <laughs> this never happened before we lived together. And now it's happening. And then yeah, he woke up in the morning. He's like, why are you on my side of the bed? I was like, why are you on my side of the bed? <laughs> that's been the, um, the one thing we've been arguing about is the side of the bed. Because someone is hogging my side of the bed. Yeah, um, that's, <laughs> defend, not really, that's not really advice. <laughs> this is just me having I a think crap. every person who shares a bed experience is that. Yeah. It's like someone being the bed hog. Yeah. Pretty sure it's me. This has been the I biggest... also snore, so I've been told. So. Yeah. Well, this has been the biggest fight we've had since we moved in together is the bed. <laughs> and it's a it's an almost daily continuous fight. I'll just be like, stop going on my side of bed. <laughs> yeah. I think I can do about it. Yeah, exactly. You're unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to build a wall in the middle of the No, I, I understand you because I'm the annoying bed person. So but what no. can we do? The fact that that is the only issue we've had so far is it's going pretty well. Yeah. Good. We've like just finished like sorting like the house out, like finishing moving all the bits and pieces in because it obviously was kind of handy. Like I didn't have to move, like move anything. He just had to move his stuff in and then all his stuff's like slotted into the house very easily. So, And surprisingly, we each have half of the hanging space in the wardrobe each, which Nelson thought I would take up the whole wardrobe, but we had the same amount of clothes in the wardrobe. <laughs> this took months and months of preparation. <laughs> you got to throw out shit. She threw out some shit. Oh, that's nothing. Throw out some more shit. Yeah, um, yeah, the wardrobe's a big one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I feel like it's just, like, adjusting to that, like, sharing a space with someone that's, like, yeah. it's always been just, like, I've always just had a whole cupboard to myself, a whole chest of drawers to myself. And like random things like that. Now I have to share, but it's very minor. It's not. It's a non-issue. Yeah. 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 Well, that was all my questions. So yeah, thanks for coming on, Mel, and no sharing. Worries. Thanks, Rooney. <laughs> well, you're always on. Huh? You're always on the. No, podcast. I was just calling him Rooney. Just want to oh, Rooney. Rooney. Rooney sounds a lot like Ruby. Oh no, I said thanks, Rooney, because it also doesn't like me calling him Rooney. So. Ah yeah, well, thanks, Rooney. <laughs> no, thank you. Do you have anything to say to our listeners? Listen to the pod. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Says the man who doesn't listen to the podcast. All right. So time for recommendations of the week. Rach, what do you got for us? So I've got a book and a play to recommend. Um, I just finished The Vanishing Half by Brit Bennett. Oh, yeah. I read that a while ago. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I think it came out a while ago, but um, it was cool. I've been reading, like, so many books about race recently, so mm. I think I need to take a break, <laughs> read something different. Um, but it's, yeah, really interesting book on race, like, yeah, really interesting concepts. Mm. Um, fiction, yeah, good writing, yeah, definitely recommend. Great book. Um, and I saw The Cursed Child play, the Harry Potter play. Um, it was amazing. Oh, my God, it was incredible. The special effects were, like, mind-blowing. Like, they had, like, fire and they had water on the stage. Oh, my God. Like, a pool, like, under the stage. That's and, crazy. like, the actors, like, jumped in it and, like, oh, swam under. And I was like, what? 
Yeah. Yeah, so that was – oh, it was a really good story. So good. Amazing. Obviously, you went to see it with Danya, and so when Danya got home, she was telling me about it. And for some reason, this whole time, I thought it was a musical. No, it's, it's never not. never been a musical, right? I guess not. And also, no. they condense it into one part now, because it used to be two, two and a half hour Yeah, parts, right? yeah. Just a long time. Yeah, I think it was a lot more expensive when it was two parts, but I think they cut out a lot of the filler. yeah. So it was like three and a half hours, but I was like almost like watching it the whole time. Oh, yeah, okay. really good. It's not for very much longer, is it? I don't know. Maybe ending it soon. Oh, well, go. go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, my recommendations of the week, I I really recommend watching The 100 with Andy Lee. Have you heard of this or watched it at all? I've seen ads for it on like Channel 9. Honestly, so funny. So it's like, uh, Andy Lee, obviously from Hamish and Andy, Andy, love him. Um, and it's him, and they always have a panel of three people. Sophie Monk's often on it, love Sophie Monk. And then they'll either have like a media personality, Australian media personality, um, and or like a comedian as the other two. Um, and then they'll have like some sort of special guest on every time, like some famous person. And then they have a hundred just normal Australian people on the screen, like all on Zoom, and it's supposed to represent like a cross-section of Australia. And basically it's just like a game show where it's like, okay, what percent of the hundred, which represents Australia, do you think um uh shares a toothbrush with their partner? And then like the panel Ooh. has like guess what percent they think and then whoever's the closest, like it's like things like that. It's kinda of, like nosy things, like interesting things, or like one of them was like, oh what percent of the partner has uh, what what percent of the hundred has like dated someone they were related to or something and then like it's like oh does anyone that said yes like want to tell us about their experience and it's just like really funny like nosy things like that into like the lives of Australian people but just in such a funny clever way like they obviously created it um when like there was all these lockdowns happening because it's like a zoom based show yeah but it works so well and it's just so funny anyway 10 out of 10 would recommend just such like easy watching so funny I laugh every time it's great um, so that's my watch recommendation and I have a podcast. Um, I just discovered this because I've just started doing social media for a podcast about podcast. And so they often will recommend podcasts on there. So, um, I was creating some socials for them and some of the podcasts that I was making socials about, I was like, oh, I should check them out. So one of the ones was called, um, the dive podcast. Is it about diving? No, it's not about diving. Oh, pity. So it's described on Spotify as, um, who says business news needs to be all business? The dive talks about the stories that matter, brings in the broader perspective and doesn't use the dense jargon that leaves you behind. Um, so I don't know, like their latest episode is an episode where they're talking about the world is running out of onions. And then they had an episode talking about a four day work week. And like, it's just presented in like a really interesting way. And they just talk about like fun topics that are kind of relevant in the news. So yeah, would recommend. Yeah, cool. All right, well, that's it for this week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. We'll catch you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of which we have recorded this podcast on today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We want to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that this always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded.